the blink of an eye. It'll all be over. The trumpet will sound. And it'll be too late to change your mind. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for telling us ahead of time what's going to happen. For just laying it all out there. Telling us things to come. So that we have that chance to have everlasting life with you. We love you and praise you. Give you all the give you all the glory. 1 Corinthians 15, 52. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last sound, the last trumpet, the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ will rise. They'll be raised as imperishable, free, and immune from decay. And we shall be changed. For this perishable part of us must put on the imperishable nature. And this mortal part of us, this nature that is capable of dying, must put on immorality. And when this perishable puts on the imperishable, and that is what was capable of dying, puts on freedom from death, then shall be filled. And shall be fulfilled the scripture that says, Death is swallowed up, utterly vanished forever and unto victory. Yesterday we talked about our name being blotted out of the book of life. And we read that those who conquer, those who are victorious, those who overcome are the ones that will be ready for Jesus. And so when he comes, if you're that one, you're going to get that imperishable body. You, you will not experience that second death. You will not experience death at all if you come, if he comes while you're here. The dead in Christ will rise and they will get their imperishable body. And so what Jesus is saying to me today is to tell you that we have to be in the spirit. We live in the flesh. And as getting ready for Jesus in the flesh, we can't do it. But we have to live in the spirit. We have to know what's going on in the spiritual realm. And we can't do that when we're so attached to this world. We're attached, we're involved in. He said, separate yourself, right? Though we live in the world, we are to be preparing for where, we, where we're moving. If we're not preparing, we're not going to have that imperishable body, and we're going to die. Jesus is stressing to me today that it is time. It is the season that we seek him with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind. So that we can have the revelation knowledge that we need to live in the Spirit, even though we're here on the earth. While we're here on the earth, when we live in the Spirit, we're going to be that victorious one. But if we're attached to the flesh and fleshly things, if our flesh is controlling us and not the Spirit, we're not going to be prepared for that day. We're not going to be without spot or wrinkle. We're not going to be that beautiful bride. Yesterday, Jesus put it so plainly when he said that 
we got to think about who we're marrying and come up higher to that place. We're marrying the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And so what do we need to put on? Our wedding dress. Do we have that change of character? Do we look like Jesus? You know, on the earth, when we look at a loser, we look at them as less than. And that's in the enemy's realm that we can live. You know, I saw something this morning that caught my attention that was put in front of my face. And this man stole something from a store. And the owner just took him by the back of the shirt and I guess his belt loop and threw him out the door. Somebody that comes in and steals is a loser, right? Because they're living that less than life. They're living in Satan's realm. They're not getting ready to marry the king of kings and lord of lords. They're just letting whatever happen. They're being lazy. They're not living in God's kingdom or they would be provided for. And because they're not, because they're listening to the voice of the enemy, they're hanging out with that loser. They see no other way than to go ahead and kill, steal, and destroy other people's lives through the enemy's what? Thinking. He's putting his thoughts in their mind. He's controlling them. We have to come out from among them. We have to be that living example. Being Christ-like, we can't be like that unless we're living in the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, not controlled by the lust of the flesh. If Jesus, if you knew he was coming within the next hour, or tomorrow or next week, what would be the most important thing to you? That thing, that physical thing that you want, you're dying to have, that, that dream that you have, is that more important than entering into eternal life? Now, I'm not saying dreams are bad or things are bad. I'm just saying in the proper place. Right? Because if Jesus comes tomorrow, what does it mean? What does that new dress mean? What does it mean? Nothing. It's perishable. And if we're going to be imperishable, we got to let go of the perishable. And let Jesus bless us while we're here. He's going to add to you, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. You're not going to have to go in the store and steal something. And then get kicked out and thrown into jail. And it goes on and on and on. Satan is defeated, and if we walk aside him, aside with him, we're defeated as well. We are to live victorious, and the only way we're going to live victorious is what? Is to follow Jesus, to live in the Spirit, following after the Spirit, being controlled by the Spirit, Romans tells us. Not fulfilling the lusts of the flesh, but be controlled by the Spirit. And I have this plan for you. 
Jeremiah 29, 11, it's a good plan. Not for your harm, for your welfare. Jesus is not going to leave you high and dry. When you follow after the Spirit and not the lust of your flesh, He will fulfill. He will give you more than you can ask or think. You just won't be chasing it. Because if you're chasing it, it's your God. And if you're chasing it, you're really chasing after the enemy. And most people don't even know it because they're not walking in the Spirit. They they ask Jesus to come live on inside, inside of them, you know, and they still live by their own opinion. They still live by the lust of their flesh because they think it's their ticket to heaven. We do have a work to do, and that work is to be victorious. And we can't be victorious without walking in the Spirit, without being led by the Spirit. We can't be victorious. We can't be without spot or wrinkle. We are not the imperishable, but we are the perishable when we fulfill the lusts of the flesh. The time is near. You can feel it. You can see it. If you're connected with Jesus, you're going to know what's happening. If you're not connected, you're not. You're going to be like those in the day of Noah, not even recognizing you should have got on that ship. If you're not paying attention, you don't know what's going on because you can't see in the Spirit without Jesus. You can't see. When Jesus comes, It'll be as a thief in the night if you're not watching and praying and looking out, if you're not following after the Spirit. It's going to be scary. You're going to think, I thought I was a Christian, and he's here, and all of a sudden, you're just going to know all those things that you missed. You're going to know you missed it. You're going to know that. In a second, in a blink of an eye, he's going to be here. And we read what's all going to happen in that second. It'll be too late. There won't even be time. There won't even be time to think about that you want to change your mind. It'll be too late. It'll just be too late. Jesus said, Get ready now. He said, on that day. And many will say, but Lord, it's too late. You, you need to do the will of the Father now. And you can't do the will of the Father if you're not connected with him. Revelation 3.20, he said, he's going to come live on the inside of you if you heed his voice. If you're not heeding his voice, he's not in there. And if he's not in there, you don't know what's going on. He's not in your heart. You're not going to know what's going on. If you heed his voice, he's going to give you more and more revelation knowledge. He's going to give you more, more than you can ask or think. The things that we think without him are really futile. I know the things that I did and the things I cared about, the more I look in the spirit realm, the less concerned I am about that stuff. And I realize that it was a distraction from the enemy, a ploy to keep me from having eternal life 
to keep me from knowing fully who Jesus is and what's important and what's not. Mark 4, Jesus tells all his tactics. He said, if you don't understand this one thing, you're in a warfare. If you don't understand this, you won't understand anything. As soon as you hear the word of God, the enemy is going to come to try to steal the word from you. Distractions, lust of the flesh, offense, anything, anything, any button you let him press, he's going to press it. And before you know it, you're going to be distracted. And you're going to be doing that very thing that you decided you weren't going to do because you wanted to have more time to live in the kingdom of God. Move in. It's almost too late. Move in to the kingdom now. Let go of the things of this world. They will perish. And if you're hanging on, you're going to perish too. Some of you have no idea what I'm talking about. And I just want to, I just want to encourage you, get on your knees and call out to Jesus. He will give you eyes to see. You can't see what I'm talking about without him. And some of you know. You know you've walked away. You let that addiction take over. You let the oppression from the enemy hover over you. When you have the ability, Jesus, living on the inside of you, to bind him. Tie him up and throw him out of the store. He literally had this guy bound. And, oh, I'm sorry, I have trouble here. And he just took him and just threw him right out the door, just like that. He didn't call the police or anything. I just have this picture of when the Bible says, throw that good-for-nothing person, um, man, or whatever it's called, out where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. He had no integrity. We have to have integrity. Integrity. Not only when someone's looking, God is watching you all the time. But because you want to come up higher and be as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He wants you to look like him. We're made in his likeness. It's up to you. Are you going to live as imperishable or perishable? Revelation 3.20, Jesus said he's knocking at the door of your heart. If you invite him in, if you heed his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And he's going to show you how to walk in the spirit. You will know things of the spirit. Our warfare is not against flesh and blood, but it's the pulling down of strongholds. You are being, you are being controlled by the enemy in the spiritual realm, and you don't even know it. It's a spiritual problem, whatever you're going through. It's the enemy. It's not the things the world calls it. It's not epilepsy. It's a demon. But you don't know that, and you think I'm crazy just by saying it, because you don't know what I know. 
You can know what I know. Bow down to Jesus. Get ready. If you think you're moving in heaven, into heaven, and you haven't started moving already now into the kingdom of God, then you're not. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you're not. And you got to get going. This time that you have left, favor it. Spend it getting to know God. Because if you don't, you can't move in with him. The Bible tells us that. Look at it. Everyone has the Bible. Everyone has the same choice, the same chance. God said he made himself known to everyone. Don't ignore him. Or on that day, he's going to say, I didn't know you. You didn't choose me. You just did what you wanted to. How you, you did what you felt. You lived defeated. You bowed down to the enemy. And that will be then your eternal life with him. Remember now, he comes, or if you didn't know, he comes dressed as an angel of light. He works through religious people, not really godly people, not those who follow after the Spirit, but those who make sense. In the Spirit, it's, it's a different sense. It makes sense in the Spirit. But in the flesh, it's a fleshly sense. It's a false piece. It's, it's an excuse, a theory, a reasoning that exalts itself above the true knowledge of God. And you're not going to know the true knowledge of God without God. So if you want him to come live on the inside of you, if you want to live with him forever, if you want that imperishable body, then start seeking after God because time's almost up. And the blink of an eye, it can all be over. It can all be over. Pray with me. Jesus, thank you for showing us the truth. Thank you for understanding knowledge. Thank you for telling us how. Thank you for encouraging us as we can and warning us that there's not much time. So come, live on the inside of us. Be our God. Teach us. Help us to have ears to hear what you're saying, even for this couple seconds, so we can make that right choice. Love you and praise you and give you all the glory. You know, if you don't have ears to hear, it's because you choose to not believe. If you have ears to hear, you're going to be hungry to know the truth. We talked about that the other day. Jesus said, your father is a devil. If he wasn't, you'd be listening. God hates pride. And if you think you're ready for Jesus on your own, if you think you're ready, then you're full of pride. We're not ready or Jesus would be here. He said that. He's waiting. He's long-suffering, waiting for us. Don't be so prideful as to think you got it all together. We don't. But as you obey him, as you let him instruct you, he gives you more and more revelation knowledge to show you how you're not ready. He gives you enough knowledge to make that choice, to obey that thing that he's instructing you to do. And then you obey him and then you move forward and forward and forward. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.